0: I'm Kyle Rice, awful test taker turned physical therapist and standardized test coach for over 5,000 physical therapists worldwide. It wasn't that long ago that I struggled with anxiety, lack of confidence, and the fear of failing the NPTE. Fast forward through the challenges, the 13 standardized test failures, and many lessons learned, and you'll see the life I have today. A life filled with love, financial freedom, and a dream job that allows me to change lives every single day. I created the NPTE Clinical Files podcast to give you simple, actionable strategies along with a step-by-step walkthrough of NPTE-based questions. All of this so that you can dominate your exam like I did and achieve your dream. So if you're a driven PT student who's looking to pass the NPTE and start creating a life you love, you're in the right place. Enjoy the show. For this week's clinical file, we have Leica, and Leica is a 30-year-old female who presents with intermittent lower right quadrant pain. In addition to lower back pain, the patient has been experiencing polyarthralgia that has progressed slowly over time. The patient reports that only passing stool or gas seems to relieve the symptoms. Which of the following conditions is the most likely present? So we have A. Splenitis. B, Crohn's disease, C, appendicitis, and D is ulcerative colitis. All right, y'all, let's go up to the top of this question. This kind of goes into the world of other systems. You know that other system section, on the NPTE, where you got to have a good understanding of some of the conditions that are in the gastrointestinal area or metabolic or whatnot, right? You have to have an understanding of these pathologies and the signs and symptoms that are consistent with them. All right, and so this question, what we're going to do is going to break it down nice and easy for those of you all who have an opportunity to take some notes here. This is an opportunity for you to do so. All right, very important. So let's go ahead and knock down this question. So we have Lyca is a 30 year old female who presents with intermittent lower right quadrant pain. I think that that's important. If I was on the MPTE right now, this is something that I would be highlighting taking close note of is this intermittent lower right quadrant pain because not all visceral pathologies refer to the lower right quadrant. And so that's already something I'm paying attention to, writing that down. Okay, let's continue forward. In addition to lower back pain, so they're giving us an additional symptom here. It says, in addition to lower back pain, The patient has been experiencing polyarthralgia that has progressed slowly over time. Again, this question right here is giving us juicy signs and symptoms, and we want to keep track of these. So we got number one patient with right lower quadrant pain that's intermittent. We got a patient who has lower back pain and a patient who is experiencing polyarthralgia, meaning pain in multiple joints throughout the body that has been progressing slowly over time. I hope y'all are writing this down. This is juicy stuff. Trust me. Once we get down to those answer choices, we're going to be striking them out, striking them out. All right, let's continue down the question. The patient reports that only passing stool or gas seems to relieve the symptoms. I think that's also important too, because not all of your pathologies, gastrointestinal pathologies, you know, get better or have an improvement in symptoms when the patient passes gas or passes stool. So that's also something that's really good to keep in mind. All right. So let's go to that final sentence, also known as a question stem. It's which of the following conditions is the most likely present. All right. So for those of you on the podcast right now, let me go through the answer choices again. We have a splenitis. B, Crohn's disease, C, appendicitis, and D is ulcerative colitis. And don't worry, we're going to break down each of these. I'm going to give you some stuff to take home to make sure we can apply this on the MPTE. Okay, so you ready to help me? All right, let's start knocking these down one by one. The first answer says A, splenitis. First thing, if you're driving to the clinic right now, Talk to me, where is the spleen located in the body? Spleen, because splenitis is inflammation of the spleen. And it's actually a rare condition that that's not one of the conditions I've even looked up in preparation for the MPT. So I'm already kind of like, I don't know if I want to select this answer. But for those of you who know where the spleen is, it's located more on the left side, first of all. And if we have splenitis, it's likely to cause pain in the abdominal region. It can do that. But it's typically left upper quadrant, not right lower quadrant, left upper quadrant. The spleen also refers to the left side of the body more so to the left shoulder. We call that the Kerr sign, K-E-H-R, Kerr sign. But bottom line, what am I saying here? is splenitis is inflammation of the spleen. We can get it for different reasons, but it does not fit with what we're seeing in the question, the signs and symptoms. In the questions, it says that the patient has intermittent lower right quadrant pain. You know, I'm gonna put an X next to A. It just doesn't fit. Y'all with me? We got that knocked out. We struck through that answer choice. Okay, cool. All right, let's go down to B. B says Crohn's disease. I know you've heard this one before, but it can be a little difficult to really, you know, keep those signs and symptoms in mind. Like, what is this? Okay. So Crohn's disease is an inflammatory disease that attacks the terminal end, or also known as the distal end, of the small intestine. Not only does it attack the small intestine, it also attacks the colon as well. All right. So think about Crohn's disease being an inflammatory condition that is really attacking the small intestine and it's attacking the large intestine, the colon. All right, cool. So here's the thing. What are some common signs and symptoms that we see with Crohn's disease? Well, can a female get it? Absolutely. Does it come with intermittent lower right quadrant pain? Yes, it does. That fits. One of the major things that you'll see is that with Crohn's disease, it affects the small intestine, which refers to the right. So I'm already like, okay, I'm liking this, but it also affects the colon as well that can give you a lot of that abdominal pain. Now, here's the thing. Can Crohn's disease come with lower back pain? You bet it can. So that even fits. Already, I'm liking a lot of what is going on in this question, what it's saying. Now, here's the thing. In the question, it says this. Let me read it again. It says, in addition to lower back pain, the patient has been experiencing polyarthralgia, meaning pain in multiple joints throughout the body that has progressed slowly over time. I love this for Crohn's disease because Crohn's disease, although it can be acute, it commonly is more slow and progresses over time and is intermittent and can come with things like polyarthritis and polyarthralgia, pain in multiple joints. Now, is that common for a 30-year-old to have arthritis in multiple joints? No. Is it common for a 30-year-old to have polyarthralgia? No. But with Crohn's disease, you bet your bottom dollar that the person may have something like this. So I really like Crohn's disease. Hold on. I'm not done yet. This is the other reason why I like it. A lot of you selected this answer. I like it. In the question, it says the patient reports that only passing stool and gas relieve the symptoms. Is that consistent with Crohn's? Yup. It is. Crohn's disease, if the patient passes stool or gas, they report typically a relief of symptoms or the symptoms at least improve. So right now I'm loving Crohn's disease as the answer choice. I'm gonna hold on to it for now. We got two more answers to go through. C, a lot of y'all selected this one. It's appendicitis. Okay. So as we go through here, let's talk about what appendicitis is. Inflammation of the appendix. Tell me right now, is appendicitis more of an acute problem or a chronic problem? Yes, it's more acute in nature. And a lot of times you'll see these symptoms progress pretty rapidly over a 12-hour period. I mean, it kind of hits you really quick. Now, in the question, does it seem that this person is getting hit with something? Like, bam, this is acute, this is sudden. I don't get that feel. It says intermittent lower right quadrant pain. It says the patient is experiencing polyarthralgia that has progressed slowly over time. This does not sound like appendicitis. Now, I know why a lot of you selected this, and it's because in the question it says lower right quadrant pain. I get you, but everything else kind of doesn't make sense. Polyarthralgias with appendicitis, that's not that common. The patient reporting that passing stool or gas relieves the symptoms is also not common with appendicitis. And so already I feel like I don't have a lot of support for that answer. I'm going to put an X next to it. But let me tell you one of the major ways I eliminated it was just based upon that whole sudden acute nature of appendicitis. I'm just not getting that feel from the question right now. It doesn't sound like this is something that the patient's like, bam, getting rapidly hit with. I'm going to put an X next to it. Let's go down to D. D says ulcerative colitis. This is a tough one if you haven't checked this out in the textbook and read through it. So let me give you a little background on what this condition is, okay? Ulcerative colitis is also inflammation like Crohn's disease, but this inflammation happens to the inner lining of the colon and the rectum, and there also can be ulceration, you know, of that lining in the colon and the rectum. And so that's what ulcerative colitis is, is inflammation and ulceration of the colon and the rectum. Now, here's the thing. You may be saying, well, how is that any different than Crohn's disease? Well, with ulcerative colitis, the body isn't attacking all these different areas. A lot of times you can see with Crohn's disease, they have like a rheumatoid factor. And that's the reason why a lot of their other tissues can be attacked and affected as well. Like the joints, the development of arthritis with Crohn's disease. That doesn't happen with ulcerative colitis. This patient typically has inflammation and ulceration of the colon and the rectum so here's the thing what else can we use to eliminate ulcerative colitis right now as i look up at this question it says intermittent lower right quadrant pain well ulcerative colitis it can have right quadrant but lower quadrant pain it could but if i had to differentiate crohn's and ulcerative colitis uh, for the npte at least I would say that Crohn's happens more on the right side and causes more right side lower quadrant pain. And, you know, your ulcerative colitis can be more peri-umbilical, more on the left side. So it's not always like that. However, if I was going to make a distinction for the NPTE, I would put Crohn's on the right, ulceration or ulcerative colitis on the left. Cool? All right. So that's one thing that's going through my mind. Now, here's the other thing. In the question, it says the patient has been experiencing polyarthralgias. Well, that's consistent with Crohn's disease, but not consistent with ulcerative colitis. So that's automatically something I'm using to differentiate the two. I am really not liking ulcerative colitis right now. What else does the question say? It says the patient reports that only passing stool or gas seems to relieve the symptoms. Mm, well, you can find that with both ulcerative colitis or Crohn's disease, but I would say it's more commonly seen or even heard from your patient when they have Crohn's disease. So again, where is the majority of my support right now, y'all? It's with Crohn's disease, not ulcerative colitis. So although that can be close, although sometimes it can be you know, very difficult to differentiate the two. I'm still saying to you right now, Crohn's disease is the best answer. So our final answer tonight is B, Crohn's disease. Congratulations to those of you who got this question correct. This was a toughie. This went into the other systems area of the NPTE right here. This is one where a lot of us get tripped up because we don't spend a lot of time learning about these specific pathologies, right? We're spending more time in neuro, musculoskeletal, cardio, spending all the time there trying to learn that stuff. And sometimes your other systems, your lymphatics, your integumentary and all that stuff kind of gets on the back burner. Am I right? Yeah, I've been there. I've been there. I know exactly what you're talking about. But here's the thing. All right, for the NPTE, this is one of the areas I would suggest you take some time and look into. Some of the major pathologies that could likely come up on the NPTE are Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, appendicitis. Those are major ones that you really need to look into and get ready for on the exam. All right, for those of you right now who are PT students or grads, that are looking for direction, you're looking for structure, you're looking to understand these concepts better so when you get questions on the MPTE, you're able to crush through them with confidence. If that fits you, if that's what you want, I have a free Facebook group right now that you can get yourself into. Every single Monday night, 6 p.m. Eastern, I'm in there dropping absolute fire. You can even catch me on replay if you needed to. I'm telling you, this is the best decision for you if you're looking to take the NPTE within the next six to 12 months, and you're looking to get that confidence going into the exam. Okay, wait, where can you go in order to get into this Facebook group? Go to www.nptegroup.com. Again, that's www.nptegroup.com, and we'll get you in. And for those of you who still have not gotten the free musculoskeletal cheat sheets that are out there, this is your opportunity before we take them down, all right? Where you can go to get those is www.nptecheatsheetswithans.com. Again, that's www.nptecheatsheetswithans.com. So whether you're on Spotify, Ghana, Overbreak, iTunes, wherever you're at, go into the show notes, click the link in there, and you can get it. Hi, this is Kyle and thanks for downloading the podcast. I always enjoy spending this time with you and I hope that you leave today feeling motivated and with a better understanding. Make sure to subscribe to get new mock NPTE questions each week. I deeply appreciate your support. It helps keep this mission going. And as I always say, keep learning, stay committed. I'll see you next time.